All right, a lot of sports to get to here, believe it or not. State boys basketball yesterday. Let's give you the scores. No area teams, but Grandview Christian over New London, 61-51. It was West Harrison dunking Dunkerton, 85-63. North Lynn ends the Madrid magical run, 72-63. Gladbrook-Rhinebeck knocked off in the first round of the tournament versus Remsen St. Mary's. The Hawks over the Rebels, 57-47 in Class 1A. Class 2A last night, Central Lion, the number one seed. Boy, they flexed their muscle against the Des Moines Christian Lions. 74 to 41 central line moves on as does Pella Christian who defeats MFL Marmac 61 to 54 and a lot of competition going on in track and field Dickinson relays at the unit dome for the Applington Parkersburg Falcons Olivia Bellows was fifth in the girls high jump we're talking there was 106 schools some events had over 200 participants so here we go Falcons Olivia Bellows uh, had a fifth place finish in the high jump. Bellows also competed in the 60 meter hurdles. She was 26th for the Cowgirls of Clarenville Field Dows. Michaela Beisel showed off her vertical ability. 14th place finish uh, in uh, the uh, 11th place finish, that is in the high jump, and a 60 meter hurdles finish of 14th place. For the Indians of Clarksville, Caitlin Hardy's in the long jump was good for 34th spot, and Paige Campman was 38th, competing for the Iowa Falls Alden Cadets. Jaslyn Daigle was 16th in the 60-meter dash, and Taya Miller finished 16th as well in the girls' 1,500-meter run. For the West Fork Warhawks, Kira Wood at the Unidome, and Ellie Weaver both placed in the top 60 in the girls' high jump. And uh, the Wolverines had top 10 finishes uh, for uh, Dykeman Hartford in the boys' 4x100-meter relay. was first place. Wow, that's awesome. And Tyler Bacon's uh, in the 800 meters, and the boys' 4x200-meter were runners-up for the Wolverines. Also, Wartburg had a, a high school invitation. Some of the same participants uh, going to uh, Waverly. And, the, and uh, for Dighton Hartford, Izzy Howitz was fourth in the girls' 3,000, and Elise Fulkerts was fifth in the boys' long jump. Devin Davis was eighth place in the boys' shot put. Nick Reineke, state wrestling champion, ninth place in the boys' shot put there. And uh, girls' 4 by 2 was seventh, and boys' 4 by 8 was third for Dighton Hartford at Wartburg. A lot of other participants, Applington Parkersburg, uh, had a uh, girls 60 meter hurdles. Uh, Olivia Bellows was 26th for Clarence Goldfield Dows. Michaela Beisel was 13th there at Wartburg. Also uh, from the listening area, taking a look at some others that participated. Uh, West Fork, Ellie Weaver, and uh, Kiara Wood again participating in the high jump. Uh, again from our area in the indoor track and field going on. Well, more than $4 million legal settlement has been reached with a dozen former University of Iowa football players and three-member uh, state appeals board met Monday afternoon to review and approve it. Now, the players alleged that the Hawkeye program was racially hostile uh, and as far as an environment for black players. State Auditor Rob Sand, a member of the appeals board, will vote against the settlement because Iowa taxpayers would pay $2 million for that. And we'll get to that, uh, see if we have the sound bites. And it does not appear we have those available right now. But Sand is a graduate of the University of Iowa Law School. He says the only way he'd support the settlement is if Barta was ousted and forfeits any severance play. 
Barton, uh, Barta issued a written statement Monday morning about the settlement. He says the University of Iowa Athletic Department remains committed to providing an, ex- an inclusive and welcoming environment for every student athlete and staff member involved in the program. He did not respond to Sands' call for his ouster. The Attorney General's Office is recommending approval of the settlement with the former Hawkeye football players. In similar instances, attorneys have argued the state of Iowa could likely spend far more money if the lawsuit is heard by a judge and jury. And again, they did approve that settlement. The seventh-ranked Iowa Hawkeye women won a second straight Big Ten tournament title this past weekend. The Hawkeye ladies outscored 14th-ranked Ohio State 35-15 in the second quarter, going on to a 105-72 win at the Target Center in Minneapolis. Iowa coach Lisa Bluter. To win back-to-back championships, so hard to do in this league. This is an amazing league. Great coaches, great players. Just feel really, really thankful that we have this opportunity today to win this again. Bluter on the big second quarter. Honestly, the second quarter was spectacular, in my in my opinion, on both sides of the ball. Um, I thought we handled the press very well. I mean, we have 25 assists on, on 16 turnovers. You know, those are really good numbers uh, in, in, in the against a team that presses like Ohio State does. Caitlin Clark had 30 points, 17 assists, and 10 rebounds. It was the first triple-double in championship game history in the Big Ten. The Hawkeye women will next play in the NCAA tournament. Clarence Goldfield Owls boys basketball coach Jason Burning tells Radio on the Go Sports his Cowboys will be getting after it now in the offseason in order to reach a higher standard than the 4-18 and season shown this past year. The Cowboys will lose a key piece to their scoring and rebounding attack in the offseason. And Nevin Foss, Burning says, replacing that production will take an overall team effort. We have to find more scoring, and that is not necessarily has to be done by one person. Uh, we have to find ways not only to improve improve individually, but improve as a team. And we don't need one guy or, or even two guys to do the things that he did or do the things that our seniors did. Uh, we just need to get better and play better team basketball. And I think also that's up to me too. The year before this last one, CGD won 19 games. Burning says it's not easy being at the top and that the future is bright for the program to rebound. It takes a lot of work to get at that level, and it takes a lot of work to stay at that level. So, you know, that, that just tells me this summer, you know, we have a lot of work to do. But the one thing that I do know, starting with our next year's senior class and going down our grades a long ways, we have a lot of talent that is coming, and we're going to start seeing some of that talent next year. Year. And Coach Burning, it's Clarion Goldfield Dallas Cowboys are set to begin open gym in May. And the state tournament is continuing at Wells Fargo Arena in Des Moines today. Who is playing? Class 2A is going to resume their quarterfinals. And this morning it'll be Roland Story Norseman. They're the second seed. They'll go up against Carol Kemper at 10.30 a.m. Then it's Western Christian. They're home away from home down in Des Moines. The Wolfpack will play Monticello's Panthers who knocked out Applington Parkersburg in the substate. That'll be a 12-15 game. Then the 3A quarterfinals will be played the rest of the day. Bon Durant Farrar versus the Algona Bulldogs at 2 o'clock. Newton will play North Polk at 345. Marion against Sioux City Heelan at 530. And Cedar Rapids Xavier against Des Moines Hoover at 715. Also some high school track and field boys Dickinson relays going on at the Unidome in Cedar Falls. A lot of area teams competing at the Unidome. AGWSR boys, Belmont Clemmy, Grundy Center, the Iowa Falls Alden guys, and South Harden among the field that starts at 2 o'clock this afternoon at the Unidome in Cedar Falls. That's Radio on the Go Sports. I'm Dwayne Karstens. Have a great Tuesday.